0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant To Be. I'm so, so thankful to have you here with us today. My name is Nikki Gingrich. I am your host and you're going to be hearing from me today. Um, We've got a whole lineup of interviews coming over the next few weeks and I am just bursting with excitement to talk to these women and share their stories and I know what they're going to have to share over the next few weeks is just going to be so inspirational. Um, But today, you're going to talk to me. I've got a, a topic that's kind of been coming up to me as I've been talking to some women, talking to some working moms, just trying to gather some information, really hear their stories, learn where they're coming from, and a theme that I've been seeing is the women talking about losing their identity understanding their identity as a working mom and you know you you become a mom you have a certain identity in your career and then all of a sudden you become a mom and that just shifts everything just literally gets turned upside down up on its head right ways sideways all sorts of ways and you have no idea where you land because you feel like you've been one person for so long And now you're a mom and that just shifts everything for you. So I want to talk about this today because I think it's just so super important to understand our identity as working moms and to take the time to figure it out. Because we do, we, you know, we don't necessarily get thrown into motherhood. We have nine months to figure it out. But yet, you know, it's almost like people say, you know, you can't, nobody can prepare you for motherhood for what this is going to be like, you can listen to all of the podcasts, read all of the books, but nobody can truly prepare you for what is about to happen. Because what happens for me, you know, or for anybody, I believe is when you become a mom, it just shifts you and change you in so many different ways that you, it, it's, you don't expect it. And then you don't know what to do with it. And you just, you're thrown into this world of motherhood and you're, there are so many demands coming at you from the baby, from your spouse, from your work and You don't have time to sit and process what just happened and how your life has just changed. So I want to talk about it today and I I have a few things to go over and then of course I want to end with some tangibles that you can kind of, some steps that you can take now to really reclaim your identity as a working mom and what that means for you. So to start off, I want to talk about how, you know, we start our lives, we start our careers, really our working lives and we're just focused on that. We're focused on a career and getting a job and what is that job and being successful in that job. And really this encompasses so much of who we are, you know, whether you got married or bought a home, you know, all of those things come into play, but but still your job and your career are still there and those responsibilities are there and you're constantly thinking of what can I do next? What is the next project? Where am I going to grow next? Am I going to go for another promotion? Am I going to get another job? And, and those things just kind of overall consume you. And then we become moms. And as I said before, everything just gets flipped upside down. And that focus on our career and our job gets shifted. And the time and energy we were putting into thinking about our job and our career is now spent thinking about our baby and our family, and our house. And then we, we do, we truly, we don't know how to fit in. We don't know how we fit in. We, we feel like, okay, I'm a mom, and I've worked, and I've done all of this before becoming a mom. I can continue to do all of the things I was doing and be a mom. And by all of the things, I mean the job, the career, the cleaning, the cooking, and now being a mom. You feel like you can do it all, and what you quickly learn is that you can't. And I don't believe, you know, I said it before, but nobody can really prepare you for what it's like to be a mom, to be a working mom, especially to, you know, taking I don't like the word balance, but to take the balancing act of work and home life. Nobody prepares you for that. And I also don't believe nobody talks about the challenge that it is to be a working mom. The The challenge that it is to really take on this role of the career that you've had and the career that you've built and then also be a mom. Nobody really prepares you for what's going to happen. You are just like thrown into the fire and it's literally baptism by fire. Like, hey, go figure it out on your own because nobody else has figured out the answer. So you're just going to have to keep doing like all of us do and do whatever needs to be done. And you just figure it out like there's no answer and there's no manual and I know there isn't a manual and I'm not saying there should be, maybe there should be. But nobody even explains to you how hard, how hard and how difficult and how lonely, honestly, how lonely it can feel because you feel like you are the only one in this moment and nobody understands what is going on for you. You know, the the possibility of your career ambitions being shifted and changed. Well, I've been on one trajectory for so long. Now, now I do I still want to, you know, you start questioning yourself. You start questioning if you're enough. Am I enough for my job? Am I enough to be a mom? What do I really want to do with my job? All of these questions come into play that you likely weren't asking yourself before. I know I wasn't. I wasn't asking these questions. I became a mom and I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm just going to go back to work and everything's going to be fine." Well, I was working an hour away from home. I had an hour commute. I was leaving my house before 7 a.m. Some probably supposed to be leaving, you know, before 6:30. But I just couldn't get myself to do it, and nobody truly prepared me for one the exhaustion, how tired you are from not getting a full night's sleep, and then you've got to go in. And you are immediately, hey, you're back from maternity leave. You've been gone for four weeks or 12 weeks, four weeks. Oh, feels like four weeks. You've been gone for 12 weeks. If you were lucky enough to get 12 weeks, first off, oh, you were gone for four weeks. Okay, you're back into action. and, And you're just expected to all of a sudden jump right back into where you left off. And you're like, whoa, whoa, I'm like working on like an hour or two of sleep here. I just drove an hour. I'm lucky I didn't fall asleep at the wheel on my commute, you know, I've got to pump. I've got to stop and pump three times a day. Like my brain is working in overdrive and I don't know what to do. So the, the true and honest overwhelm that comes with that position and it continues to go with you because you're expected to just jump back in and do these things and and you're not ready and you don't even know how to articulate what's going on. One, probably because you're, you're so exhausted. You're like, I can't even process words and full sentences right now. And yet you're throwing things at me and you just kind of have this, you know, deer in the headlights look of like, well, I guess this is just how it's supposed to be. And I remember thinking that I remember thinking, don't tell me that this is how it's supposed to be like there, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I remember spending time on my computer, like researching, you know, how to do this, how to work, have a flexible work schedule, how to work from home, how to, how to ask for a work from, you know, I remember thinking about these things, thinking there has to be a better way. Like you're, you're not telling me this is it, you know, and challenging that. And you find yourself just, and I don't know, I found myself just fed up with how things were going. I was exhausted. You know, you're falling apart at the seams. You're literally like, if you are a stuffed animal, like your seams are coming apart and all of the stuffing is falling out and there's no way for you to put the stuffing back in and sew yourself back up. Like, that's just how it feels. You're like, I don't even know what to do. And you just continue to go through the motions because you don't know what to do. And and it's just that constant battle and constant struggle to keep up at home and to keep up at work. And and things at work are changing and maybe you're, you're trying to shift and change and, and things are moving and shaking and you're like, I got to keep up with what's going on here. But then at the same time, I've got to, you know, you run home and your roles completely shift and now you've got to put food on the table for the family or you've got to feed your kid or get your kid to bed and you know trying to find that split of who am I when and what am I doing am I working when I'm at work and I'm mom when I'm at home yet when I'm at work I'm thinking about all the things I need to do at home and when I'm home I'm thinking about all the things I need to do at work so how do I how do I split this how do I how do I, you know, compartmentalize my brain so that I, when I'm home, I'm thinking about home and I'm at work, I'm thinking about work and, and is that possible? And what do I do? And, and just all of these questions swirling through your brain of like, how, how are we supposed to make this happen? And truly within all of this, because you're not getting a moment to sit and, and think about what you want as a working mom, what do you want to do? What do you want this to look like? What do you want for your life? What do you enjoy? What makes you happy? There is not a second to think about that because there are so many demands coming at you from every which direction. And I don't know about you, but I'm someone who just found myself daydreaming, you know, doing the what ifs in life. What if life could be like this and you sit at your desk and you think about this is, What would life be if this is what it was like? You know, and then you you ask your questions, wouldn't it be great if? Wouldn't it be amazing if this was my life? And you daydream and you think about it and you imagine it maybe. You're sitting in a meeting and you're not paying attention to what's going on, but you're daydreaming instead. But then quickly somebody asks you a question and you're right back to, okay, yes, here where we go. And the daydream is gone just like that. It lasts that split second, that split moment and it's a daydream because you don't believe it's possible. You're like, "Nope, this is my life, this is just how it is. This is what I'm going to have to do and I'm just going to keep moving on." And I I never believed that was possible. And I think that's why I continue to fight and ask questions and want to know what it is I want out of life. Like there you have there's no way I'm supposed to be like this. Like there has to be a better way and And that's when I really started submerging myself in listening to people and reading books and figuring out what it was I wanted out of life. So you're at this point where you're like, okay, I hear you, Nikki. I'm frustrated. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm fed up. I'm, I'm spinning my wheels and I'm like a hamster. I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not going anywhere. So how do I stop the wheel and get off? And figure out where to go. How do I do that? Well, there are two, two things I heard recently on conversation within conversations I've had, um, with two women and one, which has really just hit me. And I was like, God, I I think I said to her, I'm like, that is so good. And she said, you know, I love what I do. I just need to make it fit for me. And this is a woman who I talked to, you know, a few months before where, I don't like what I do, I need to figure something out, I need to, and she's kind of come full circle and on this journey, and she's like, you know what, I realized I love what I do, I just needed to find a way for it to fit for me, and, and for her it was gaining more confidence and finding her voice and really finding her place in what she wanted to say, and it wasn't until she, she took the time to do that. And really took the moments to pause and reflect and recognize what was going on that she could do that. And I just find that so inspirational to say, you know, it, just because you're in a career that maybe once you had a kid or, or even if you're not a mom and you're listening to this and you're like, I got in this career. And I'm like, no, I don't really like what I do. Is it you don't like what you do or you've lost your way so much that you love what you do? You love the essence of what it is that you do you just need to tweak it or shift it or even shift your mindset around what you're doing and make it work for you. Do you need to shift something else in your life so that work becomes enjoyable? You know, when you shift other pieces in your life, other things shift as well. So when you shift something in your personal life, if your home life and your relationships, that can carry over into other aspects of your life. Whereas if you shift something in your work, that can carry over into, per, into your personal life. So what does that mean for you? And then the other thing that, the other thing I heard from um, another working mom recently was she realized that what she was doing isn't what she was interested in anymore. And maybe she was never really interested in it anyway, where she just got into this profession, into this career, because it's what she felt she should do. And maybe that's where you're sitting. Maybe you're thinking, I don't even enjoy what I do. I got into this because, you know, some person throughout my life, when I was in high school, likely said, "Wow, you'd be really good with that and you attach to it. And you're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. I'm going to go with that. Maybe that's where you are. And you're like, how do I, how do I shift? How do I move? How do I pivot? What do I need to do? And and I want to give you four four steps to really start the process of thinking about where you are and really setting up your identity as a working mom and what that means for you. And and when I talk about identity, it's, it's whatever that means for you and I think for everybody that's different. But I do believe it starts with being okay that you are a working mom and that this is what you want. So the first step, and, and again, this doesn't go into – Shifting careers like this goes into your career and what you're doing within your day and how you want to really bring this all together for yourself. So I believe the first step is recognizing how you're feeling and your emotions. Our emotions are so vital and I believe so often in our lives, we ignore them and we put them off as if we shouldn't be feeling these emotions and especially when it comes to work, you know. Showing emotions at work is like for many people. For me, for where I was working, was a big no-no. It made showing emotions made people uncomfortable. But emotions, I'm learning, are our guidance system. Our emotions, you know, tell us how we're feeling, and we're show. They show us if we're on the right path, and if we're feeling those feelings of overwhelm and frustration and anger, those negative emotions, that means we're on the wrong path. And by path, I don't mean your career and your career trajectory, but it means you're doing something that's out of alignment with who you are at your core of your being. You are doing something that doesn't agree with you, that doesn't make sense to you. And i that's how I was feeling for so long. I would just felt frustrated and annoyed and and I just, oh, I just couldn't place what was going on. And it was those emotions and it was shifting and learning that shifting to those positive emotions and recognizing your emotions in the moment. And I think that's so key. And it's the first step to to really understanding your identity and who you want to be as a working mom and a working woman or whoever is listening But working mom primarily is who I talk to because that is who I am. But to understand of recognizing how you're feeling. And once you recognize, then you can start talking about reframing and shifting. But it isn't until you recognize you're in a moment, you're in a meeting, you're with your kids and you're like, God, I feel like crap. I am angry. I am mad. I am yelling. I'm trying to push my kids out the door because Why am I yelling at my kids to get out the door? Well, it's because I have this meeting at nine o'clock. And if I'm late for this meeting, I'm going to get in trouble. And I don't even want to go to this meeting because this meeting doesn't even fulfill me. Like I just, it's a stupid meeting that I don't even want to go to. Well, now you're connecting with your emotions. Your negative emotions are showing you that there's this meeting you don't want to go to because you don't believe in the purpose of it. You recognized it. And I don't want you to do any more than that. Seriously, for a period of time, don't do any more of that. And by a period of time, I mean, you know, a couple days, a week, a month, whatever it is. And then once you start to recognize those emotions, you catch yourself sooner and sooner realizing them. And you can then start to stop yourself in those tracks and reframe and remove and reframe your emotions. This isn't making me feel good. How can I switch that so that I do feel good? What can I do? And that's where the next few steps come in. But you can't do anything until you recognize it. And, and it is truly emotions. Emotions are a guidance system. Don't ignore them. Listen to them. I talk a lot about intuition, how intuition has guided me. And it. it isn't until you connect to your emotions that you can really start to connect to your intuition. So number one is recognizing how you're feeling all throughout your day and, and recognizing your emotions. Number two, being open to all possibilities that come to you. You know, those little moments or those little things that kind of come in front of you. Oh, I heard about this class. Did you want to come take it with me? Oh, I heard about this conference. Do you want to go? Or I heard about um, this book. I think you should read it. All of those little things don't come into your path by accident. They come into your path because they're meant to be there. And whether you're supposed to go or not, or you're supposed to listen to this podcast or not, or you're supposed to read this book, you will know. And again, it's listening to the emotions of, oh, that kind of piques my interest a little bit. Dive into that. Dive into those things that pique your interest and just see what comes from it and see how you feel when you start thinking about going to that conference, maybe taking that class, maybe doing something that's outside your comfort zone, but kind of excites you, you know? Maybe it makes you a little fearful because it's something different, but it's still kind of, you're like, "Ooh, that makes me a little nervous, but at the same time, it makes me kind of excited. So for me, I know there's something I eventually want to do, and that is take an improv class or an improv course or something. I don't, I, I just, it's something that scares me because I'm like, oh, that is really me stepping out of my comfort zone, but I'm like, gosh, that's going to be, that would be fun and it would be different and it would be, you know, just it would just be something different, but it would be something really fun. And, you know, I'm kind of waiting for that opportunity to present itself to me. And, and knowing that, being open to that possibility of like when it comes in front of me, I might go, Ooh, oh, it's a little scary, but I kind of asked for it. So let's just kind of jump in and see what it's all about. And recently, an opportunity came to me to be a part of a mentor, a women's group mentoring program and someone introduced it to me. And, and I was like, eh, eh, I don't know, maybe I'm not sure. And and finally, I think it was like the day the application was due. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to put the application in. And I put the application in. Um, I got accepted. I actually forgot about it about two months after putting in the application. I found out I got accepted into the program. I found out I got a, a partial scholarship for it for this year long mentorship. And And that was me being open to the possibilities. I don't know what this mentorship is going to bring to me. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm open to seeing what happens and where those opportunities might lead. And that's what I'm saying is when those opportunities present themselves, don't turn away, sit, look at it and open yourself up to what this can mean for you. All right, here's one that really dives deep into your identity and who you are. Number three is what did you enjoy as a child? Write it down. What is something you looked forward to so much in your life? Something that excited you, something that you could do for hours on end and you didn't even know how time went by that if somebody asked you, you were like, yes, I'm going to do it. You know, for me, it was, it was theater. I loved being in theater, I loved dancing, I loved I loved all of that, and if I could incorporate that, and I think that's why I'm so intrigued by improv and taking something like that, because I loved theater. Now, I didn't act, I didn't sing, I loved to dance, but I just loved being on stage and being around people and just all those opportunities that they brought me, that was something I enjoyed and I could do for hours on end. I don't know if you could really do theater for hours on end, but going to rehearsals and going to practices and, you know... I looked forward to that as much as it could have been draining. And, you know, I would look forward to what we would call as hell week and we would practice and we would be there for hours for an entire week before the show started. And as much as I'm like, this is going to be exhausting. It was still, it was exciting. It was exciting for me. And I loved being part of that. Um, So what was that thing that you enjoyed as a kid that you could incorporate into your life now? And I'm not saying go out and do, you know, for me, go out and do some community theater. That might be a bit too much, but maybe it is taking that improv class. And for me, it could be joining Toastmasters. When I join Toastmasters, I'm getting up in front of people and I'm sharing speeches and I'm with these people, you know, two, three, four times a month sometimes and surrounding myself with people that that want to challenge themselves and get up in front of people and really share themselves and show themselves in front of people and So think creatively how you could incorporate that into your life now. Did you like building things? Did you like puzzles? Did you like coloring? Did you like art? How could you incorporate those things into your life now? And that's again, tapping into your identity. You know, we lose ourselves as a working mom. So tapping into who we are and what we want to be is just so beneficial um, to really stopping and figuring out what that is. And number four is surrounding yourself with people who inspire you. You are the top 5 people that you surround yourself with. And these don't have to be people in your life real life that you can hug and shake hands with. These could be people you are listening to. These are people these could be authors you are reading. These are YouTube videos that you're watching. You are these are people you're following on social media. When you surround yourself and you fill your head with these people who are living a life that you want, you start to immerse yourself in that life and you start to believe that that life is possible. And this is one of the things that I did when I knew I wanted to shift my life as a working mom. I started listening to entrepreneurs to people who really took a hold of their lives because I knew that that was an avenue I wanted to go. I just knew it was an avenue I wanted to go. So I just surrounded myself with these people and their books and their podcasts. And I would listen, and listen to them on my commute to work and listen to them on the way home. And when I was on business trips, I would listen to the podcast and I would read these books on the airplane. And they just inspired me and just provided me the belief and they gave me, you know what they gave me? They gave me permission to be who I wanted to be. They said I did it and not all of these people were working moms. All of these people were entrepreneurs and they just gave me permission to to say if this is who you want to be, you can do it and this is how I did it and that's why I believe I love listening to podcasts with interviews because I continue to hear new voices and be inspired by new people and that's just what this is all about. So to shifting your identity as a working mom, you know. Whether it's your career or your personal life, understand that if you are struggling to say, who are you? Who am I? These four things can help you to identify that and to help you to make those shifts and changes. And, you know, it's step one is recognizing your emotions understanding how you're feeling. Step two is being open to the possibilities that present themselves to you. Number three, understanding what you enjoyed as a child and working to incorporate pieces of that into your life. Do one of your kids enjoy the things that you did? Step yourself into that. Don't force your children to do things they don't want to do, but if your child loves dance and you used to dance as a kid, like just Immerse yourself in that. Ask the studio if there's a way you can help and volunteer. Like it's little things like that that can make a big difference. And then number four is surrounding yourself with people who inspire you and are doing the things that you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, just surround yourself with people who inspire you. And as you do that, you'll start to to notice, I want to listen to this person more. I want to delve a little more into this topic. And that's how I believe I've come to really work on mindset and understanding what it is we want and understanding that our minds are such powerful, powerful things that can help us shift and move and change our lives. So I would hear a person share something and I would go, oh, that's interesting. Let me learn a little bit more. And I would maybe start following this other person. You know, I'd hear an interview on a podcast and I'd start following somebody else. And then I would follow them for a little bit and they would say, Oh, I've been reading this book. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to dive a little bit more into that. And it creates this snowball effect of I've just continued to reach and move and go further to really delve into what it is I want to teach and show people and what I want to share and the information I want to share. And the more I do that, the more I start to understand that I want to share mindset and intentions and really being intentional with your life so that you can be who you are, who you want to be and who you are meant to be. And and that's what I mean is just opening yourself up to those possibilities, opening up to those things that land on your desk, that come across your email, that show up on your Facebook page. You're like, huh, that's interesting. Don't keep scrolling. Stop. Take a minute. Look at it. See how it makes you feel. Does it kind of pique your interest a little bit? You're like, oh, I want to learn a little bit more. Even if that part of you says, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. Say, shut up. I'm going to keep looking because this makes me feel good. And it is those emotions that will be your guiding force to show you where you want to go. So when you feel positive, when you feel good, when you feel energized by something, follow that. Follow those emotions. When you feel negative and frustrated and angry recognize those emotions understand where those emotions are coming from and then shift and move and see what you can do to feel the positive emotions what can you do differently in this moment to change that to shift that and those those simple things will help you to shift your identity and understand your identity as a working mom as a woman as who you are you know as a working mom we talk about career so much and what that looks like and it is such a big part of who we are and I believe career is important because I believe we should do things that serve us whether it's understanding that you know that you love what you do you just need to make it fit for you or realizing that what you're doing doesn't interest you anymore and you want to shift and pivot and move or maybe there's something else out there for you that you're thinking about but but those two two phrases really spoke to me when it comes to this situation. But you can't do any of that until you understand who you are and recognize your identity and what you want. So when you know what you want, then you can really take those steps forward and start making those moves and really start taking action. So, I'm going to end here. I hope you found this information valuable. If you did, Please let me know, email me, screenshot it, share this story on Instagram, tell me what you gained from it, and if you feel so moved, I would truly, truly, truly appreciate a review on iTunes. The reviews help to grow my audience, it help to boost those people who are searching and looking for podcasts like this, that they can find it and they can find this inspiration and they can find these interviews that have been done in the past and will be happening in the future. And if you know someone who would benefit, just share it, share this episode with somebody, share a past episode with somebody. I would appreciate it, but I'd appreciate it because if this can serve somebody else, I want them to hear this message. And that's what matters to me. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I realized I just hit earlier today on my record, the day I'm recording this was I reached over a thousand listeners this week. And to me, that just brings me so much joy to know that you're listening and you're out there and you're sharing it and that people are finding this and are finding inspiration in this. And that's what matters to me is to share and to provide inspiration because this is the avenue that I found inspiration when I was on my journey. And I continue to find inspiration via podcast on my journey. And if I can do that for somebody else, then and I've done what this, this podcast was meant to do for me. So, you know, reaching over a thousand listens, downloads, whatever it's called on my podcast, just thank you so much for taking the time to listen, for continuing to listen and for sharing. That's it for now. Go find your identity as a working mom and just be who you are meant to be and, and know that I am giving you permission to be whoever it is that you want to be and that it's okay to go and try new things and to do something different and to push the envelope and to find your voice and to go back to the things you love and to find joy and happiness in your life. I'm giving you that permission to do that, and I hope you do. All right. Thank you so much. Until next time, have a great one. Talk to you soon.